Hello and welcome back to K-Bakes Podcast, where we are discussing attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, primarily um, having to do with adolescents and sometimes in general. But um, tonight we are going to be discussing a different, kind of separate yet connected aspect um, to ADHD. And so I guess we can dive right in. So before we dive too deep into this, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that I am not so secretly so excited to cover this topic. And I think you will quickly realize why. Like I have mentioned many, many times prior, I myself was a child with ADHD. I am now a adult that is rocking out life with ADHD. And I also have a daughter who has ADHD. So this topic and perspective that we're going to be discussing, um, if I'm being honest, is kind of revolutionary for me. But before we get into all that, we need to address the fact that when we're using the normal, usual medical model to discuss and to view ADHD, the normal model looks at it, or from a medical standpoint, it is a disorder as characterized by the DSM-5. It is something that they are trying to cure, prevent, treat, you know, as other mental health issues. However, with this other perspective we're going to be discussing tonight, it is important to remember that all of the medical standpoints and all the medical views are very true. They're all true, important, valuable. But this other perspective is one that I wish I had heard about sooner. I wish I had learned about it sooner because as a person who's living, breathing every day with ADHD, like I said, it was revolutionary for me because there's now a major push that is becoming even more popular thanks to social media, like TikTok and stuff. These, these terms we're going to be discussing are hot ticket items. They are terms that are being thrown around like crazy and quickly people are catching on even more and more. And so it, um, I guess I'll start off by asking, have you heard of the term neurodivergent? Bet you have. If you're on social media, I bet you have. If you're on TikTok, I know you have because it's everywhere. Have you wondered what the heck is a neurodivergent? It sounds like a line out of a movie. Let's break down this somewhat controversial yet intriguing viewpoint. Neurodiversity. Well, the term itself was first coined in the 1990s by a social scientist named Judy Singer. And it really breaks down into three different terms. And that is neurodiversity. What is that? And that is literally the spectrum, if you will, of the different ways that our brains function and are wired. Okay, meaning that people, people's brains are wired all over and it's a spectrum of normal, meaning that it's not so much that like people with ADHD or autism or whatever, it's not that our brains are messed up or there's something wrong with us or, you know, like there's a problem. With this perspective, it's more like our brains are perfectly normal. They just function at a different end of the spectrum, if you will. The next term would be neurotypical. A neurotypical person is a person whose brain 
is functioning and wired in a quote unquote normal way. It's the typical way that people think. It's the typical way that brains function. Then on the opposite side, we have neurodivergent. And these are individuals whose brains are wired and function different. And in what way that happens varies person to person. Again, look at this and think of this as a spectrum of normalcy. Neurodivergence and they can include autism, ADHD, dyslexia, Tourette's, synthesia, which that's a whole other disorder that we could discuss at another time. However, the main difference between neurodiversity and the normal medical model viewpoint is the thought that with neurodivergency, diver, neurodiversity, looking, they look at it as the thought that neurologically there's differences are normal and that we just need to understand and be supported. That there's nothing that anyone needs to fix. Like my, my ADHD brain, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. There's nothing that needs to be cured. Instead, um, you know, we need to understand that my brain functions different. Um, it needs support. It's not disordered. That that's the main difference, um, and that this can be done through modifying the my environment, reducing the stigma surrounding ADHD, um, making a priority for each different neurodivergence personal identity or dignity and to this is where I love this is to we need to be instead of looking at it as oh Kelsey cannot focus Kelsey cannot stay on one task Kelsey gets really hyper instead of looking at all these things that Kelsey does not do normal they would recommend or the viewpoint is that instead be like, you know, Kelsey does really good when she gets started on something. When she like really has, is interested, she dives straight in. Like she hyper focuses. Or hey, Kelsey's really good at being able to be very social. She can, you know, clear a whole room of conversations because she's easy to go between different people or various other things. Like we need to be focusing on the positives and the special talents and traits that these differences in our brains give us, I guess, if that makes sense. There is some um, controversy outside of just the normal, like, well, that's not how we look at it in the medical model. When looking at neurodiversity, there is the most controversy um, surrounding this topic comes from that in the autism community. And that is that those who are severely autistic, more so usually their parents, um, the parents of autistic children who are low, low functioning, so they have severe autism, those parents are the ones who are voicing that this, they fear this will lower what they're going through. That by just saying, oh, well, 
everyone's brains are normal, they just function different and we need the support that, that it somehow is going to take away from the struggles and the heartaches and the everyday battles that they are enduring. However, you know, the people who are pushing for this and are spreading this and, you know, making this more mainstream, they look at it as this will actually help individuals in those kind of situations more because it takes away the stigma of it um, and takes away the, like, the shame and the struggle and just makes it easier for everyone to understand. And on the other hand... I think it's, this is kind of a comical thing in my opinion, probably because I live with it, but, um, you know, all this, when I mentioned that, Hey, in my next podcast, I'm going to be covering neurodiversity. I've literally gotten so many times where they chuckle and say, Oh, are you going to include the aspect that ADHD is like the in-between of neurodiversity? Because in the spectrum of neuro diversity. ADHD is looked at as we're clearly not neurotypical. Our brains do not function like that. We definitely are not neurotypical, so we don't fit in with that crowd. But to some, we're not neurodivergent enough because, you know, if we're just talking from like a personal standpoint, like I mentioned in the very beginning, I think that this whole way of thought, this whole perspective is literally life-changing. Um, I, I love the empowerment of taking away, you know, just throwing around disorders and mental health and all of that where it's very important still, especially, you know, studying psychology and all of that. It's important to have that, especially when you're in certain fields, but for just talking to a kid, um, about their ADHD, like I've sat down and talked to my daughter about it and that she knows that, you know, Mama Kels, her bonus mom, as I am, um, I have ADHD too, that our brains just work different. And I've, it's kind of how I've always explained it. It's just our brains work different. But that, you know, instead of looking at the things that we can't do or we struggle with, instead of getting really frustrated because we just can't make our brains do the things that other people do, we need it to focus on our superpowers that, you know, ADHD gives us superpowers and that as soon as we can learn how to, just like any superhero, as soon as we can learn how to better control and utilize and use our superpowers, the easier life gets. And so I've always encouraged her that, you know, Supergirl couldn't just one day wake up and perfectly fly. I'm pretty sure she tumbled a few times. And pretty sure that, you know, the hawk has smashed a few too many things. And that Thor's hammer is probably knocked over a cup or two. And as silly as that sounds, you know, I I reiterate to her numerous times that she's very special and that there is a billion things that she can do very well, thanks to her ADHD, that others might struggle with. And that that's how we need to focus on it. And then I came across neurodiversity and I was like, that's exactly what I've been saying this whole time. But now I have terms to use. Now I have words to use. And I have a community who I can connect with in that same way. That it's not just, oh, I'm trying to make it all cute and whatnot. No, I can like, you know, reiterate back to it and 
give my daughter something. Like, I wish I had that as a kid. So if you are a parent out there or an aunt, uncle, like, you know someone who has ADHD, and especially if they're struggling, like, I'm not a doctor, but I recommend you looking into it and maybe presenting it to them in this form because while it is a disorder and it is a part of the DSM-5 and it is symptoms and there's medications and like all of that treatment and it's, it's important so that they can live their everyday life and live their best life. If you're that parent that's sitting there upset, struggling, and you stumble across this podcast... Because you're like, oh my God, my kid was just diagnosed and I'm frustrated because I, they're struggling in school and I can't get through to them and they're hyper all the time and I'm tired and I'm drained and I don't know what to do. And this is scary because I've never heard about this or I've never, I'm not educated in what is ADHD and it just seems like another thing and I don't want my kid labeled. And then, you know, I mentioned it to family and they're like, oh, don't put them on medication. And you know, all the different craziness that is this world. I get it. I've been there. I lived it. I watched my mother live it. First of all, it's going to be okay. Second of all, I just want to let you know, your child, there's nothing wrong with them. They just simply have a superpower. They are neurodivergent. And that is, that's fine. That's perfectly okay. And if nothing else, I hope it at least gives you comfort tonight. So that's the end of this podcast. Check back next time. Have a great night.